1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Welcome back to the Pete Hoffman show on WFAN and it is our first football show of the week of the season and who better and everyone knows I love MMA so who better to bring onto WFAN then the fantastic, great former football player, but now MMA guru, Sean Merriman. Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for uh, hopping on. And uh, how are you stoked after watching Thursday night game?
3: I am, man. Um, you know the, the funnest part about the season starting up is right. All the off-season talk is done. The preseason talk, the hype train is gone off certain players, and you get a chance to showcase. You know what everybody's been talking about, or uh the opposite way, right? Like you just don't live up to the hype of what happened. So I think that Thursday night game last last night delivered in the best possible way to start the season off.
2: Now listen, Sean, Sean is part of an owner and runs lights out extreme fighting, which is again, this is up my alley. Everyone knows that I'm the MMA guy around here. I do nothing but but hype up MMA. And now this is the eleventh promotion that you guys are putting together, Saturday, October 7th. You can check it out on Fubo. Can you just get into, again, for the audience that doesn't know what you've been doing, the 11th promotion that you've put together, just just give a little background of of, of Lights Out.
3: Yeah, so first and foremost, man, I started training MMA, uh, you know, back in 2005, 2006 with Randy Gator and Jake Glazer, some of the uh, guys, and been in the cage with Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell. i mean, been around all these guys for 17 years. Um, and I ended up launching Lifetime Extreme Fight Man myself in 2019. As you said, we're on Fubo Sports Football TV. Got a huge fight uh, October 7th uh, in Long Beach, California. Uh, but we'll be live on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports. If you guys don't have Fubo, get it. Uh, we're one of the, the, the top five most watched programs on there. And we have the next up-and-coming superstars in the sport. No doubt about that.
2: Now, where do you find them? Do you personally look, go out, and search out these fighters? I know, like, listen, we uh, here in New York, uh, in the tri-state area, there's a ton of gyms. We have a lot of local fighters now. Aljamain Sterling, uh, you know, just for, the former bantamweight uh, t- champion in the UFC. We got Matt Frivolas of the world. We got guys that are in uh the pfls and chris wade we got frankie Edgers, the you know the veterans the now re- retired fighters how do you go and find your fighters
3: yeah well that i'll leave that up to the matchmaking but you know certain times because i have been training in so many gyms some of these gyms you just named in new york man i've been in them uh the AKAs, the the uh, black houses the all the biggest gyms in the country man i've trained at um and i had the opportunity to train with a lot of these guys so it's easy for me to reach out to coaches or have my matchmakers to reach out to coaches because they know. Um, and the when you have the growing view- viewership we have on Fubo, man, like we're having fighters now to reach out to us all over the country, really all over the world because we're shown in Canada, Spain, and um, and, and France. And so it's it's been cool, man. Bill um, you know, coming from the NFL, playing on the highest level you can, transitioning in the, in the MMA, man, to light side extreme fighting has been fun.
2: Now I know too that you've had. You know, a lot of uh, fighters that are are trying to make their way to the bigger promotions and stuff like that, too. I've seen Tony Ferguson make appearances. He had fighters that he's been trading, you know, corner there. Give me some guys that, that, like, you were just shocked to to maybe pop up watching some of your fights.
3: Yeah, we've had Tony Ferguson, Luke Rockhold, um, you know, Rampage and Ventura Fights. Um, you, you name it, man. They all they pop in all the time uh, because you know, as you know, a lot of these guys when they retire, they become coaches or managers or run gyms themselves, so they got tons of fighters. So it's easy for me to pick up the phone if I'm looking at a guy. I'm like, hey, you know, what about this amateur guy? Is, is he ready to turn pro? Um, and so it's it's really cool because we also have amateurs on the card, right? And our amateurs are shown on football. You know, no one's doing that, and I think the amateur, uh, uh, you know, division kind of just been overlooked. Because if you get these guys known early on, they turn pro with you. They already have a fan base that people have been watching them as amateurs. So I thought that was always cool for us to do.
2: How do you feel about the, speaking of amateurs, how, and, I, and and I, I, let me say that I'm saying that jokingly because you see that like the big promotions boxing-wise, some of the bigger uh, fights that are out there are you know some of these influencers, social media influencers, the Jake Pauls, the Logan Pauls, um, and how do you feel when you're putting together these these amateur fights with like real g- people that have been fighting, uh, you know, trying to work to become professional fighters? Meanwhile, you see these social influencers, you know, selling m- huge pay per views. Uh, do you f- do you
3: feel that it hurts or helps
2: combat sports?
3: I feel it helps, but I think that most people got to understand this. Uh, do you, uh, for for example, let's use a Jake Paul fight, Nate Diaz, right? Were, were, were people actually waiting to see a high-level boxing? I wasn't, right? I mean, Nick's not, Nick's not a boxer. But I paid my $60 because I knew it was going to be entertaining. So I think that people just need to separate, you know, boxers and the high-skill the high level and entertainment. And there's nothing wrong with paying entertainment. You know, I, I've known Jake Paul for years and been around and watched his growth. I think he's good for boxing. He's, um, you know, Amanda, Serrani uh, and a couple of his other fighters that I didn't really pay attention to much. I'm watching him now. She's actually putting real fighters on the card.
2: Yeah, no, and hey, you know, not for nothing, I gotta give kudos to them because uh Heather Hardy, who's a local Brooklyn girl who's been fighting for a long time, she was able to get I, I don't know, listen, I don't know, the payday, how big it was, but the fact that she had that notoriety on the last card to get that fight, to get the rematch and be yeah, out she, there. She had,
3: she had a you know, she had a six figure payday. That was the biggest payday she's ever received. You know, now I think that's important. Oh no question,
2: dude. Listen, you're coming from the NFL where you know t- top level players get paid, but it's still you fighting tooth and nail. And we just saw uh, Joe Burrow sign the biggest contract as a quarterback, and then Joey Bosa another huge contract get signed. You know, but you in, in mixed martial arts, you or combat sports, the lot that not many people get those type of paid days. The 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 youngins, the the sm- the guys that are just you know still fighting tooth and nail. They don't come close to it.
3: No, but it's all about the building process, right? Nobody's going to walk off the street and start getting paid. The reason why these influencers are getting paid is because they have a built-in following and fan base already. So I, I get it from that point. If you come over and you, you know you have a following, you can sell tickets, you can sell pay-per-views, you're going to get more money than everyone else. And, and whether people like that or not, I, my, my, I always say, like, hey, just go build a fan base, doing something else, and then come back. Right, but if you're starting off, you don't have a, a big social media following. People don't know who you are. You got to grind your way to the top, just like everyone else.
2: Again, Sean Merriman's joining us right now. A former linebacker uh, with the then San Diego Chargers, now uh, Los Angeles Chargers. How does that feel? By the way, does that the, do you? Do you hate that? Do you are you still supportive?
3: Yeah, no, I, I still work with the team. I'm at every home game. Uh, I'm charges for life, um, but it did take me a little bit of a time to uh, get over to San Diego, right, just like everyone else. Um, I remember when I came out and uh, announced a draft pick in 2017 in Tennessee, you know, I walk out, um, and, you know, it's 100-plus thousand people there. You're looking in the crowd, and you're thinking to yourself, God, please don't say San Diego. Please don't say San Diego. <laughs> Right. Um And so, you know, that San Diego is always going to be near and dear to me, man. That's still, you know, my home because I grew up, you know, as an adult and became a man in San Diego. Uh, but th- the way they built their fan base now in L.A. because of Justin Herbert and Mike Williams and Kenan Allen and Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack and I me, mean, Derwin. They got all these superstars, man. So they have this built in fan base in L.A. now. How
2: do you feel, uh, you know, the AFC is stacked, right? Like, we look at the, you look at the NFL this year, and if you want to talk about the, the you know, uh, some of the the toughest toughest competition, it's a lot of it's from the AFC. Like, we talk about the Chargers, the Chiefs who just lost the other day, but they, for, former, you know, just, they just won the, the Super Bowl. You have, you know, the Bills, the Bengals. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been the huge story for this whole off season, as far as the New York jets go, he chose made a a decision to come to the AFC to face up and go against these stacked teams in the AFC. Do you think that in the the long run or not the long run, but do you think he made the right choice?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and in fact, man, I, I think the green Bay held on to him a couple of years too long. Um, in, in my opinion, when you go and draft, you know, a first-round quarterback, you're telling somebody that you're moving on from them. And, you know, they need it much more than a quarterback. They need a wide receiver. They need it, a big-time defensive player. They need so many other positions. And you go and draft a guy that's still playing at a high level for a couple of years. That doesn't make sense to me. Right? You can get a quarterback in the third or fourth round and, and back him up and, and see what happens. But, you know, you draft somebody and they don't pan out then, you know, it's kind of an egg on their face. And now, you know, he's looking – look, I think him now walking into the Jets locker room, he instantly makes that team better. And I'm talking about before he even threw a football. He walked into there, he's good to win them another three or four games that year. And now we're seeing him on hard knocks and what he's doing for Zach Wilson and that team. We're seeing how people love him and he's this different person that everybody tried to make him out to be. I think it worked out perfectly for Aaron Rodgers.
2: Is it a Super Bowl or a bus type of mentality? If, you, if you're if you part of the Jets' locker room, are you thinking Super Bowl?
3: Well, internally, you got to be thinking that. But theoretically, if you win a division and you go deep in the playoffs in the AFC Championship game, you go deep in the playoffs. When's the last time they've done that? Right? And so I know that everybody wants to say, uh, oh, Super Bowl this, Super Bowl that. But if you're capable of winning three or four more games, you get into the playoffs, go to the AFC Championship game or something like that, I mean... That's a big deal for organization. You actually made a one hundred and eighty in one year, and 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 no one is capable of doing that. But when you have a, a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers walking in there, you can do that pretty fast.
2: You've had, uh, you know, some fiery coaches, and again, I, I you know, their connection to a current coach right now, Ron Rivera. Do you believe in Robert Sala? Do you you saw him on Hard Knocks? Do you those motivational speeches that you saw? Did, were they believable? Do you think that they came off believable?
3: I, I do, and I believe he's a good coach. But, you know, what's going to happen is his results matter, right, in the NFL. And regardless of if you're a motivator, if you say the right things, you get guys pumped up, do you win football games? And that's what it's going to come down to. But as far as his energy and what he's bringing to that team and just changing, um, you know, just the morale in the locker room, he's done that. He, he He's done completely – um, changed the way that they're perceived. He gave them confidence. And now he has a capable quarterback that's willing to uh, just, they can go out and win football games for you.
2: couple more questions with Sean Merriman here. Um, obviously, the other team in New York is, are the Giants. They came off of a magical run last year as far as someone that, a team that had no expectations, go to the playoffs, win a playoff game on the road. Philadelphia, unfortunately, was the end of them. But, do you see the, the the New York Giants now bringing back Daniel Jones, bringing back Saquon Barkley, opening up, bringing in, even, even though Darren Waller's already on the injury report, so who knows if he's going to play Sunday, but bringing in more talent around offensively, do you see the Giants being able to repeat getting back and maybe going further than they did last year?
3: Uh, it's possible, but the problem is, and and the uh, um, Buffalo Bills are experiencing this right now, where they dominated the you know they're the best team in that division. But guess what? The Jets got better, Miami got better, Patriots got worse. Uh, first time in two decades we've seen that, and the same thing happened with the Giants. You know, the Commanders are going to be better this year, right? With Ben and me and those guys there, um, you know, Dallas is going to be better. They got some some new tools, offense, new offensive coordinator. Um, you know, uh, Pollard's going to come back healthy, and you know Dak Prescott is, is on thin ice. He has to go out and play well because Trey Lance is right behind him, waiting for him, waiting for his opportunity. So let me tell you, I mean that division's gotten better, but yeah, them making right by Saquon, Saquon Barkley and getting that done and come back. I mean that that was a tremendous thing to do because Saquon Barkley's man, he, he is um, he's unlike. Anything we we have in the NFL, he's explosive. He changes that the the, the the dynamic of that offense. And Danny downs, man, he's when he's on it, he can deliver. It's just him being consistent uh, is his big, biggest problem.
2: Sean Merriman with us. Uh, if you is there some some team that we don't expect that are going to go deep. Uh, in the playoffs or make a magical run this season that we just don't expect? Because, again, we've talked about the big names. You mentioned the Commanders maybe potentially making some some major strides in the NFC East. Is there another team that may pop up, whether it's NFC, whether it's AFC, that we're just not really thinking of right now?
3: Uh, we've seen them last night, and i and I said it, been saying it for the last few weeks, the Detroit Lions. Um, if they come out and win that division – if they come out and win that division, they have a real shot and opportunity to go all the way. Um, Aaron Rodgers is not there anymore. The Green Bay Packers didn't get they didn't get better. Um, Dalvin Cook is gone from, from the Vikings, they didn't get better. And so they're gonna rely on, on, on Jefferson to keep throwing the ball without a running game and without, you know, having that structure there. They didn't get better in my eyes. So, you know, we have seen it last night. I've been saying it all week. The 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 style of play for the Detroit Lions, them being gritty, not Turning the ball over, running the ball well, playing great defense—those are the scariest teams to play because they they ride and 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 really get behind that confidence that they walking around with.
2: Uh, and final final question for me, actually, I, again, you're into the MMA, you get lights out, extreme, x stream, x t r e m e is how you spell it, lights out, extreme fighting. But there is also a UFC event going on Saturday night as well. Israel Adesanya versus uh, Strickland. Do you have a feel of any sort of upset going on, or do you think that Izzy takes it?
3: No, I think that Izzy takes it. And, you know, I I train and see uh, Strickland all the time at Extreme Couture uh, out in Vegas. Um, I think he's a hell of a fighter, entertaining for sure. Uh, I just don't know if he has enough tools, man, to to go out and win that fight. Um, If he does win, it'll be a major, major upset. But I just don't see it, man. He's too upright. Uh, He's tough as nails. He keeps. He's going to keep walking forward. He's not going to back out. But I think that, you know, we've seen him knocked out, you know, kind of a few times. And with Izzy, man, he has he has too much in his arsenal to kind of break you down. And I I just don't see how Sean can win that fight. Even though um, I'm rooting for him, obviously, I see him train around him a lot. Um, Love the guy, but yeah, I just don't see him winning that fight.
2: Well, listen, Saturday, October seventh on Fubo Sports, Lights Out Extreme Fighting, Lights Out 11. Sean Merriman, again, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Awesome time. I'd love to do this again, talk MMA, talk about football, whatever you want, man. You're the best.
3: You got it, man. Thanks for having me.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.